Today on From His Heart with Pastor Jeff Shreve, you'll learn how to avoid a guilty verdict from God. There's not one charge that sticks for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's not one little drop of condemnation. There's not one drop of divine judgment on a child of God. Well, how can that be? Because God put all your sin upon Jesus and he put all the wrath upon Jesus and you and I can go free because there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So big, big question. Are you in Christ Jesus? Do you know the divine verdict that God will one day render upon your life? What's the court of heaven going to say about you? Are you guilty or not guilty? Well, today on From His Heart with Pastor Jeff Shreve, we'll learn about the two verdicts possible in the court of life. The message today is entitled, and the verdict is, and it's from Pastor Jeff's new series, More Than Conquerors, a study of Romans chapter 8. Now, More Than Conquerors is a six-lesson series that is also our special gift of thanks to you for your support this month of any amount to From His Heart. And you can get the series on USB flash drive, digital download, CDs, or DVDs. You pick when you reach out today at fromhisheart.org. If you can now, have your Bible handy and open it to the eighth chapter of the book of Romans. And let's get started. Here again is Pastor Jeff. Two verdicts in the court of life. So let's look at the first verdict, the law of sin and death. The law of sin and death declares that we are guilty sinners before God. Verse two says that we've been set free from the law of sin and of death if we're in Christ Jesus. But if we're not in Christ Jesus, the law of sin and death says you are guilty. And God gave the Ten Commandments to show us how we're to live and also to show us how we don't measure up, how we don't stack up. And you're guilty of breaking the Ten Commandments and I'm guilty of breaking the Ten Commandments. And the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Therefore, just as through one man, Adam, sin entered into the world and death through sin, so death spread to all men because all sin. Now, we're all born into this world in Adam, and in Adam all die. David said this in Psalm 51, verse 5, Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. And everyone is born in Adam and we're born dead inside toward God, dead in our spirits. And because we are in Adam and because we're sinners and because the soul that sins, Ezekiel 18, 4, shall die and the wages of sin is death, we are in serious trouble. We are all born into this world facing righteous judgment. The law of sin and death is going to wrap its gavel on so many guilty before God. It says in Galatians 3.10, Cursed 
is everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law to perform them. And James 2.10 says this, for whoever keeps the whole law, if that is possible, if you can keep the whole law and yet stumbles in one point, he has become guilty of all. Now, what do people do? Because of, of the law of sin and death, this is where people get so twisted and so deceived. They think that, well, I just need to keep the law and I'm just gonna press into the law and I'm just gonna try harder and I'm gonna grit my teeth. The law of God cannot save you. It can only condemn you. It's the law of sin and death. For the law of the spirit and life in Christ Jesus has set you free from what? From the law of sin and death. But if you are in Adam, you are under the law of sin and death. And that can't save you. It doesn't have the ability to save you. It says in verse three, for what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did, sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And so you say, well, what's the purpose of God's law? It says in Galatians that the purpose of the law, the law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ that we may be justified by faith. Look at verse three. For what the law could not do, weak as it was through the flesh, God did, sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and as an offering for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. So verdict number one is guilty. The law of sin and death declares that we are all guilty sinners, but verdict number two, the law of the spirit of life declares that we are not guilty. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus says not guilty. Now, Christ, this is so cool. Christ condemned sin when he died on the cross, the Lord Jesus Christ. The law condemns sinners. You're born dead in your spirit. He wasn't born dead in his spirit because he wasn't born of a human father. He was born of a divine, of the divine father. He was born of his father. He is the son of God, the God man. And he, when he died on the cross, condemned sin. He dealt with the source of our problem. And Jesus paid the sin debt for all time when he died upon the cross. The law of sin and death said, Jeff Shreve is guilty. But here comes Jesus and said, oh, yeah, he's guilty, but I'm gonna pay for his sin. Now, if you put your faith and trust in Jesus, here's what happens. Not only are you not guilty, but you are free from all condemnation. That's how the chapter starts out. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. None, not a speck, not a drop, not a charge. You know, as I was listening to this verdict Today, I was just kind of typing into YouTube uh, famous verdicts and uh, one came up and this jury foreman was reading to the judge as to this charge, not guilty, as to that charge, not guilty. And this person had like 12 charges against him. And uh, I saw the one that they did for OJ Simpson when he did go to prison. Uh, they were reading off. He had like 12 charges against him when he was sentenced in Las Vegas. And charge number one, guilty. Charge number two, guilty. Charge number three, guilty. And it's all these charges. And so there is therefore now no condemnation. There's not one charge that sticks 
for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's not one little drop of condemnation. There's not one drop of divine judgment on a child of God. Well, how can that be? Because God put all your sin upon Jesus and he put all the wrath upon Jesus and you and I can go free. Because there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, big, big question. Are you in Christ Jesus? See, that's what it says in verse one and two. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus is a phrase that's used 51 times in the New American Standard New Testament. 51 times. When you add in in Christ, you got another 30 or 40 times. And then you add add in the statement in him, Ephesians uses in him, well, that's another uh, about 40 times in him. So being in Christ, being in Christ Jesus, being in him, really critically important. Because you're born in Adam, you have to be born again to get into Christ Jesus, to be in Christ Jesus. Remember Nicodemus, John chapter 3. Jesus said, uh, you know, he, Rabbi, we know that you are a prophet sent from God, for no one can do the things you do unless God is with him. And Jesus said to him right off the bat, uh, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. He cannot see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. Who's he saying that to? Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews, the most moral man in Israel. And he says to that guy, you need to be born again. Why? Because you're born in Adam. And in Adam, you're going to die. And the law of sin and death is going to say guilty. You have to be born again to receive Christ so that you can be alive, made alive in Christ, so that all your sins can be put uh, from a judicial perspective, from an accounting perspective, can be applied to your account. Okay, so he has accepted my son. Now all his sins are on Jesus. They are all paid for. See, your sins are going to either be pardoned in Christ or they're going to be punished in hell, but they're going to be paid for every single one of them. And Jesus will pay for them or you can pay for them. Everyone in Adam is going to pay for his or her sins in hell for all eternity. People say, well, why does that have to last for all eternity? Can't over time you pay that back? You know, even if you could only pay back a dollar a day and you owed a uh, hundred million dollars, eventually in eternity, you'd come to the hundred million dollar mark. Well, why can you never get out of hell? Because what are people doing in hell? There's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. And they are angry at God and they're cursing God. And it's horrible and awful in hell. And the meter just keeps running in hell. God doesn't want anybody to go to hell. He doesn't want anybody to die in Adam. He wants everyone to come to his son so that they can be in Christ. I like the way J.B. Phillips explains being in Christ because that's such a key concept in Scripture. He said it's pictured in the book of Genesis. It's pictured in the life of Noah. 
as God had Noah. God told Noah he's going to destroy the world. I'm sorry that I made man. I was grieved in his heart because every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And Noah alone found grace, found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And so the Lord commissioned Noah to build an ark of deliverance, an ark of safety, an ark of salvation. And he was building that ship for a hundred years. And how did he build it? He built it out of gopher wood and he covered it inside and out with pitch, with black sticky tar. And the word in Hebrew is kephar, which is the same word translated as atonement. He covered the ark inside and out with covering, with atonement. What did Jesus do when he died upon the cross? He atoned for our sins. And so here is Noah. He makes this ark, which is a picture of the Lord Jesus. It's covered inside and out with atonement. No water of judgment can get in the ark. And one day the Lord said to Noah and his family, come into the ark. And he went into the ark with Mrs. Noah, Ham, Shem, and Japheth, and their three wives, eight person's total plus all the animals. And he goes into the ark and God closed the door behind him. And he was secure in that ark. As Adrian Rogers says, he may have fallen down many times in the ark, but he never fell out. He couldn't fall out, right? God closed him in and he is sealed in atonement. And that's the picture for you and me when we're in Christ. This is what it says in Ephesians chapter one. In him. It's another in him statement. Now, let me back up. Romans 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, as we said. Sin pays in death. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. How do I get in Christ Jesus our Lord? Ephesians 1. In him, you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise who has given as a pledge of our inheritance with a view to the redemption of God's own possession to the praise of his glory. You hear the gospel. You hear, hey, I'm a sinner. I'm in Adam and in Adam all die. I'm in trouble. I have broken God's law and I'm going to receive a righteous judgment from God. God doesn't judge on the curve. He doesn't grade on the curve. You shall be holy for your father in heaven is holy. Well, you shall be perfect, as Jesus said, for your father in heaven is perfect. Well, who's perfect? No one. There's none righteous, not even one, not even you, not even me. So none of us is perfect. And God doesn't grade on a curve. You got to get a hundred. Well, that leaves you out. That leaves me out. That leaves all of us out. All have sinned. All have missed one on the test. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we're in trouble. In him, you also, after listening to the message of truth that says you're a sinner and you're lost and you're on the highway to hell, but Jesus came, he died on the cross for your sins. And if you'll put your faith and trust in him and him alone for your salvation, he will save you. In him, you also, after listening to the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation, having also believed, you repent and believe, you were sealed in him with the Holy Spirit of promise. I always think about sealed, uh, a commercial for Ziploc bags. They used to have a commercial way back when, when I was a kid, and they were first coming out with those Ziploc bags, and they would fill it with uh, some kind of liquid, 
And then they would turn it over and say, see, it doesn't leak. It's a Ziploc bag and yellow and blue make green. And that's how you knew it was sealed back in the day. And uh, I always think about that with that verse in, in Ephesians. We're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. He's not coming out of there. Once he comes into your life, he comes in forever. He is given as a pledge. Erebon is the Greek word, which means down payment. Think about it like an engagement ring because the church is the bride of Christ. And the Lord says, when we come to him in repentance and faith, he says, I'm giving you my engagement ring, which is the Holy Spirit. You're gonna be sealed with the Holy Spirit. He is in your heart. He'll be in your heart forever. He's my engagement ring. And that means that I'm not breaking up with you for any reason. He will not forsake us for any reason. Hebrews chapter 13. He himself has said, I will never leave you, nor will I ever forsake you. So that's a view to the redemption of God's own possession because you belong to God now. You have passed out of death into life. Death is in Adam. Life is in Jesus. And you go from death to life when you put your faith and trust in him. Truly, truly, I say to you, John 5, 24, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has everlasting life and does not come into judgment, but is passed out of death into life. And you are in Christ Jesus. And there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Do you ever feel condemned in your Christian life? Do you ever blow it in your Christian life and blow it big time and just think, uh, I'm just so condemned and the Lord has no, no doubt just uh, discarded me because I've done this sin over and over and over and over again. I've messed up so bad. I've hurt my family. I've hurt so many people. Uh, truly, I am a castaway. Well, the Lord says, no, that's not true. That's not true. If the Spirit is in your heart, He's in there forever. And although you may have blown it big time, that's not on your account because Jesus paid for all the sin and all the wrath went on him and his righteousness came upon you. And so just because you feel condemned, know that that doesn't come from the Lord, that comes from the devil. He's an accuser of the brethren. He's a liar and the father of lies. Remember this, truth is not what you think, it's not what you feel. Truth is what God says. And God says, there is not a speck of condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and of death. Everyone in Christ is free from all condemnation. And everyone in Christ is free to live godly by the Holy Spirit, free to live a godly life. Hey, where does the law come in? Where does all this stuff where we're supposed to live uh, an honorable life and a pleasing life to the Lord, where does that come in? Good works are not the root of salvation. They're the fruit of salvation. They show to everyone that you've been changed. They show to everybody that you're not in Adam anymore. You're in Christ, that there has been a transformation in your life. Second Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. And so it says in verse four, in order that the requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So the Lord sets us free from all condemnation and he sets us free to walk with him in the light, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And you know what's so wonderful 
about Romans chapter 8. We're going to get into all the wonders of Romans 8. But it starts, no condemnation in verse 1. And it ends with no separation in verse 39. There's nothing that can separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You are secure in him. And you can never, ever lose that. Now listen, I realize that there are people in many churches and they think they're in Christ Jesus because they repeated a prayer or because they got baptized or because they joined the church or because they give their money or whatever. They do some good works. Good works don't put you into Christ Jesus. Repeating a prayer doesn't put you into Christ Jesus. You're not saved by the plan of salvation. You're saved by the man of salvation. And you have to give your heart and life to Jesus. That has to be real. It doesn't have to be, well, I said all these precise words. It's not so much the precise words. You know what I said when I got saved? I said, Jesus, would you save me? And he did because he's a God who saves from the guttermost to the uttermost. And when you turn to him in repentance and faith, he saves you and he saves you forever. And he delivers you from the domain of darkness and he transfers you into the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. I've called this sermon and the verdict is, what is the verdict for you? You are to die right now. What's the verdict? You, you don't die and then figure it out. I can tell you right now, if you're in Adam, the verdict for you is guilty and you will spend eternity in hell. That's just the truth of scripture because in Adam, all die. But you don't have to stay in Adam. You can be in Christ. You can give your life to Christ today. And in Christ shall all be made alive. And if you are in Christ and you are struggling with sin and you just feel so condemned and so beaten down, you have to start putting the truth of God into practice in your life. You have to start repeating the truth. Wait a minute, devil. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I have given my life to Jesus Christ. There is power because the Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I'm going to quit walking according to the law of the flesh, and I'm going to walk by the power of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to see God do a work in my life, and I'm going to believe it. If you want to find that peace that you're looking for, both for this life and for the assurance of life eternal with the Lord, you can come to Him by faith with a repentant heart, and you'll have the Holy Spirit come into your heart and take up permanent residence. You'll be a child of God for eternity. And we hope you'll visit our website and go to the Why Jesus link for some free materials and downloads to help you get started in your Christian journey. Go to fromhisheart.org, click the Why Jesus link. And God bless you as you begin your new life in Christ. Today, we've been listening to part two of the lesson called, And the Verdict Is. It's one of six in Pastor Jeff's new series that we're airing this month called More Than Conquerors, a study of Romans chapter eight. The series is our gift of thanks to you for your support of any amount to From His Heart this month. And a reminder to you that when you support From His Heart, now in our 20th year of broadcasting the good news, you'll be helping others learn and want to receive Christ in their own hearts. 
Again, for your gift of any amount, we'll send you the series today. Just call 866-40-BIBLE and request the series, More Than Conquerors. Or go online to fromhisheart.org. Thank you for joining us today on From His Heart. I'm Larry Nobles, inviting you to be right back here next time for the second lesson in the More Than Conquerors series. When Pastor Jeff will open God's Word and share real truth, real love, and real hope from God's heart. Here on From His Heart. From His Heart is the listener-supported broadcast ministry of Dr. Jeff Shreve, who for 20 years has been speaking the truth and love to a lost and hurting world. Remember, no matter what, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. Find out more at fromhisheart.org.